Citizen Critic is a production of iHeartRadio and Double Elvis. I watched Rampage in 3D for $19. (laughs) Well, you got took. I watched Rampage on cable and it wasn't worth my time. Did you see that movie? No, I have no interest in Rampage. Well, I don't either, but it doesn't mean I'd, I watched, I'd watched it. I'd... That's the difference between you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of movie viewer who differentiates between Skyscraper the, with The Rock and Rampage with The Rock. Mm. Skyscraper, I watched. Rampage, no, no thank you. Yeah. See, I just say that I watch all Rock movies. <laughs> I, I just trust The Rock. I'm going to have you over. We're going to have a rampage party. A rampage party. On this episode of Citizen Critic, the second installment of our MCU Power Block. Power Block. Iron Man 3. A reviewer on Letterboxd.com spent a minimum of 20 minutes of the film's runtime watching a mouse in the restroom, yet somehow still felt equipped to give it a bad review. The movie, not the mouse, which he enjoyed. And a mother of four thinks girls have had it too good for too long and wants to level the playing field for her boys. This is all by way of reviewing some action figures. You know who I am. This is Citizen Critic. Welcome to another episode of Citizen Critic. I'm Scott Janovitz. And I'm Greg Conley. How are you, Greg? I am well, I think. Today we're talking about Iron Man 3. The third. The third and final installment in the Iron Man Yeah, I guess series. that's right. It is the, third, the final. Yeah. I mean, he made like 17 more movies. Yeah, to, he's, he was Iron in Man. all the Avenger movies. And right, right. Uh, he was in um, the Captain America movie. And he was in uh, He popped up Spider-Man. in all of these. He's in Ant-Man. Spider-Man. He's not in Ant-Man. He's not in Ant-Man, okay. He's in Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's it. The Hulk is in, that's what I love. The Hulk in, we'll talk about Thor Ragnarok, but. Banner shows up at the end of this one uh, in the post-credit sequence. Did you watch that? Yeah, It turns out that he's narrating this entire movie to Banner. Yeah, so at the beginning of this movie, He's like, it all started in uh, Bern in Switzerland. And then we think it's, he's just narrating the movie to us. Yeah. But at the, at the post credit sequence, Banner's like, f- he has fallen asleep. And he's <laughs> That's like, right. Uh, God. He's like, w- w- when did I lose you? He's like, uh, an elevator in Switzerland? <laughs> it's like the beginning <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Always love to see, uh, what's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Always glad to see Mark Ruffalo turn up. A favorite actor of mine. I think that he was a 9-11 truther. Ruffalo? Yeah. Don't tell me. No, don't tell me this. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I already told you. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, he's, uh, 
He testified before Congress. Ruffalo did? About 9-11? As the Hulk or as Bruce Banner? Yeah. (laughs) That seems. Hulk, no think. Jet fuel, melt, steel beams. Uh, He he was invited to uh, Congress. Not about 9-11. Thank God. The 9-11 commission. Let's see what Ruffalo thinks about him. (laughs) Ruffalo. I just found a tweet from uh, a user called Jensen Carp, and it just says over and over, do not Google Mark Ruffalo and 9-11 truther. (laughs) (laughs) I wish everyone would follow that advice because. Uh, Sorry. Sorry to spoil it for you. Nah, it's fine. I just, I'd like to know when everyone became such like just experts on everything. Like I, you know, all of a sudden you're a chemical engineer and you know what burning jet fuel can and cannot melt. Like, because I saw a YouTube video that told me you've done the TM analysis on jet fuel. Okay. Yeah. Makes total sense. What does TM stand for? Uh, it's like the melting point. (laughs) Okay. Mr. Wizard. You lost me in an elevator in Switzerland. <laughs> As you will. Uh, so Iron Man 3 was, in my memory, uh, a favorite of mine. I love yeah. all these movies, as I've said before, but in watching it again, it's a little long. I think it's long because of the pacing, but I think that it the kind of needs, like, a off, it's yeah. a little slow. Yeah. But I think it needs to be a little bit slow, because I think you're sort of humanizing... Tony Stark. It's an impossible character that I love because I do feel like it's you can only get so much of that smug Tony Stark, you know, like. Yeah, you can't you can't have too much uh, just Robert Downey Jr. You can't go full Robert Downey Jr. No, never full go full RDJ. Never go full RDJ. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. He's incredibly likable. He's a likable character. Downey he is, he Jr. Is. is a incredibly compelling actor. Yeah. Uh, very funny. But this movie was like humanizing him with, you know, he had PTSD from the first Avengers and, and it's like kind of working through that. Yeah. I liked it all the way through the uh, episode with the kid. There's a period after that and before like the climax where I'm, I feel like it was kind of up and down a little bit. Yeah. This is kind of, I, I always kind of think of this as the Pepper Potts movie. This is like Gwyneth Paltrow's biggest presence in any of these movies i think it, yeah and, in any of and these she's movies. the one at the end she kind of uh right you know saves the saves the day at the end it's and it's kind of an interesting it, i don't know if that because as i was reading through reviews like people were furious that pepper potts was given the the fire thing yeah and then course. only only to have it taken away <laughs> they were like <laughs> they thought she was gonna be like a fire being but that made that ending kind of makes up for it for me, for the the kind of the uneven pacing in the second part of the movie, it's just so different and uh, interesting to watch her kind of take on the lead there. Yeah, the end. I was watching it, uh, drinking my own homemade sangria, uh-huh. which is just red wine on ice with a lemon, which is just turpentine and grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I was down in the Citizen Critic bunker with my 3D models of each yep. scene. Yep. Uh, Equations written on your wall. Yes. Just, exactly. Yeah. The beautiful mind models. Yes. Beautiful mind esque. Um, 
Yeah, and that's it. Do you have uh, anything else about Iron Man 3 before we jump in? I don't, other than I liked it. And yeah. I liked all of the Iron Man's men's men. Iron's Iron's Man. All right, let's go to uh, some reviews for today's feature presentation, Iron Man the Third. All right, this is a user review from Letterboxd by Austin Wolfman. Yes, you sound fun. One half of a star. <laughs> this is what I like about Letterboxd. They yeah, let you, you... You can go under one. Like, they actually <laughs> listened to reviewers when they were like, yeah. can we go less than one? Okay, but just a half. Austin Wolfman says, when I saw this in the theater, I went to go to the restroom about midway through the movie. There was a mouse in the bathroom trying to pull a cracker through a tiny hole in the wall. (laughs) I had more fun watching that mouse try to do a small task than all of (laughs) Iron Man 3 put together. (laughs) First of all, for the mouse, that was not a small task. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a monumental task. Yeah. Also, how long did you spend in the restroom? (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like... It took a little while for that mouse to get that cracker. Yeah. And there might have been, Austin Wolfman might have been fighting the mouse. It might have been his cracker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had more fun wrestling my Twix away from that mouse. Yeah. (laughs) Than all of Iron Man 3 put together. How would you know? You missed the middle of it. Yeah, right. You missed a good chunk of this movie. I'd love to know what the mouse looked like. How did it? Did it try to go in with the cracker in its mouth and then it like kind of like stopped short and like the cracker jammed in its mouth and then it was like, all right, I'm going to stick my head in and with my back paws, I'm going to try to pull the cracker in after it. Yeah. It was like a guy trying to move a couch by himself. (laughs) I can just twist. (sighs) I don't think we can get all this cracker in here in one piece. I love watching this mouse. mouse made off with three of my snow caps and then when he says all of iron man 3 put together that's just iron man 3 <laughs> well he saw it in parts yeah. he's seen it in segments yeah. i divide iron man 3 into pre-mouse and post-mouse that's how i view but it movie. counts the mouse as a segment on its own and that actually gets the highest rating yeah the mouse part of iron man 3 was my favorite part <laughs> That's the half a star. Oh, Austin Wolfman. It's like from that thing you do. Wolfman. Wolfman, too scary. (laughs) Uh, Here's another one watched by Travis. Punisher Trav. Punisher Trav says, there's so many of these, LOL. Who even remembers what this one is about? (laughs) Ah, thanks, Travis. (laughs) Actually, Travis, there's three. There's there's only three of them. Uh, That's super helpful. But thanks for weighing in. so many of these why why did you come to this website and leave this review why did you do this there's so many of these the three you, of them. So you left a review for a movie that you don't remember <laughs> god damn it here's another one one star watched mm. by uncle seth no that's don't you're not everyone's <laughs> uncle seth uncle seth <laughs> that's weird you are definitely on a fucking list it's uncle seth <laughs> I watched Iron Man 3. Do you like Iron Man? <laughs> Want to see me juggle? 
Come here and sit on Uncle Seth's lap. We're going to watch <laughs> Iron Man 3. Yeah, that's a bad... You should change that username, Seth. When I saw this in theaters, a man had a heart attack and fell out in the aisle in the middle of it. I'm not saying this is an indication of how bad this movie is, but I'm also not really saying that it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, you know, he thinks the movie killed someone. <laughs> that's Did you fine. help him? No, he didn't. It was him and the guy that had the heart attack alone in the theater. Right? (laughs) It's so bad, right? Yeah. Call call an usher. (laughs) When I say a man had a heart attack, I mean my dad. (laughs) More popcorn for Uncle Seth. (laughs) Listen, Uncle Seth isn't a doctor. I'll wake him up at the end. We gonna listen to professional critics or your old <laughs> Uncle Seth? Uncle Seth, hey, it's America's <laughs> uncle. <laughs> your, your cool uncle, Uncle Seth. Cool Uncle Seth. I'll buy a beer. You're paying, but I'll buy I'll buy us beer. <laughs> Is that weirder uh, to say? I know you're 22, but <laughs> I need you to ask your dad for some money for Uncles. me. <laughs> I'll buy you the beer. But I need you to ask your dad for the money for it. Oh, old Uncle Seth's got a lot of problems. (laughs) All right. Internet Movie Database. This is a review by uh, Shallow Marlou. Uh, Shallow Marlou. Shallow Marlou. (laughs) Shallow Marlou. That's a beautiful name, Shallow Marlou. Shallow Marlou Reed. Oh, boy, yeah. Uh, So funny. Let's make the mandolin a joke. Mandolin. (laughs) It's just, you, <laughs> it's the mandolin. And the mandolin, by the way, would be a great supervillain. And I'm talking about the kitchen instrument, which yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, which mandolin do you mean? It, it takes off more fingertips. It took off my fingertip. <laughs> I was cutting sweet potatoes on a mandolin and I cut the tip of my finger off. Yeah. And I was a little drunk. And I went to the emergency room. It was so much of my finger, the tip of my finger that got cut off. And like my finger was like flat, bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. I was like, I have to go to the hospital and get it like, you know, stitched up. Mm-hmm. And it was so much of my finger that I, I was like, I should bring it in. Maybe they can like sew it back on. Just <laughs> <laughs> not. And this was, I was a little drunk. So I put it in a Ziploc bag on like a, one of those square cocktail um, ice cubes. And just the tip of my finger on the top of the, uh, the cocktail ice cube. And I'm sitting there in the emergency room with the fucking baggie, the Ziploc bag with the cocktail ice cube with the oh tip my of my... <laughs> and I had like, it's all wrapped up in, in, uh, in paper towel and whatever. And I got in fairly quickly and I walk in and the nurse is like, she asked what happened. And she was like, you would not believe how many people we get in here that cut the tip of their fingers off with the mandolin. It's like... yeah. A super dangerous, super sharp piece of equipment that yeah, like people yeah. use. You, you know? are pushing your fingers towards a razor blade. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, what's that? And I was just like, oh, it's the, I brought the, I didn't know if you could like sew it back on. And she's like, <laughs> done on a cocktail ice cube. And I was like, you know, it's just what we had in the house. And she just <laughs> grabbed the bag and immediately right in the biohazard bin. She was like, it'll grow back. It's not a big deal. <laughs> That's my finger. You threw away my finger, you fucking bitch. I was like, I'm crippled. I'm like the bone collector. All I, It's the only way that I can, I can find criminals. But, you know, it grew back. It was totally flat. And it grew back. Like, its fingers are like lizard's tails. 
up yes, to a I've point. Said, I've I've always said that <laughs> up to up to a point, <laughs> and then I felt silly, and you know I sobered up. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't drunk. It sounds like you were drunk. You've already you've already you've already told us you were drunk a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> so the mandolin. That's a great. That's a great villain. Captain Corelli's mandolin. <laughs> As an enormous fan of both previous Iron Man movies. <laughs> Iron Man. You're That's Iron a Man. superhero I can get behind. He fights crime with Cuba Day and yogurt dips. <laughs> uh, I couldn't sleep waiting for this sequel. That's just insomnia, man. Yeah, you should see a doctor about that. I've heard about the mandolin as the ultimate supervillain for years. He keeps it up. He genuinely believes it's the mandolin. <laughs> uh, the ultimate supervillain for years. And what I got was a giant British turd in my popcorn. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's Ben Kingsley. Sir, Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley. Come on. Turns out he wasn't even the mandolin. Because <laughs> nobody was. There's no mandolin. I wish I had a remote to pause the movie in the theater because mm. it was such a dumb turn of events. It took me 15 minutes to work out what was going on. <laughs> it was so dumb that you couldn't figure it out. Yes. <laughs> We're going to give you the remote in the theater. <laughs> yeah. We got no villain and no hero. All we got was Tony Stark and his dumb feelings. <laughs> if I'd wanted feelings, I'd watch The Notebook. Special effects were great. <laughs> He did give it two out of ten for the special effects. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Special effects, great. Really good. <laughs> the notebook. <laughs> I mean, there's gotta be That's the only movie. That's the only one. That's the one with feelings. Uh, let's move on to Citizen Critic Reviews. This is... Um, oh, this is action figures. Action figures. Marvel Iron Man 3 Marvel Hall of Armor Collection action figures. Amazon. From uh, Keisha Lin. One out of five stars. Disappointment. Oh, frowny face. Frowny face. I was really disappointed to find <laughs> when this was opened on Christmas morning, one of the Iron Man figures had a defective arm. Jesus Christ. It looked as though the factory ran out of arms, so they attached anything in the waste bin. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a toilet paper roll. <laughs> Stuck like a Jar Jar Binks head on. <laughs> uh, in the cutout bin. Um... Although my child kept a smile on his face, it was the biggest disappointment. <laughs> it's not for your child. Kids don't, yeah. like, you think kids buck up? Kid, that's not what kids do. Kids are very honest about, I am disappointed in this Christmas present. It's, it's fine, old boy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Here's one by uh, Mom24. She's a mom to four. She's a mom of four. Three out of five stars. Iron fans versus parents to please. Hmm. Interesting. She says, all right, I overpaid despite the reviews, but know that they are true. <laughs> so the reviews told her she was going to overpay and she was just like, okay. Yeah. I hate that you can walk into any big chain store and get any princess group in a pack. 
And for boys, with those straight stiff Avenger packs, give me a break. Let's make the playing field a little more even, shall we? What the fuck so, is she talking about? <laughs> mom's t- mom to four. Her contention is the playing field is not level and it's tilted in favor of girls. Holy shit balls. Yes, we we need to start gearing our toys more towards boys. I moms to four. I hope you are moms to four cats because i they're not you do not understand the way the fucking world works or how to prepare your children to live in that world opposite oh just because of fucking princess toys this is what it is any fucking princess groups you want in a pack princess groups uh we call them slumber parties it's fine (laughs) yeah that's the plural of princess it's a slumber party of princesses it's a murder of crows, slumber party of princesses. It's, right. You know. School of fish, slumber party of princesses. Get the fucking nomenclature right. That's why I overpaid for this set. <laughs> the face of my son on Christmas was what I was shopping for. Oh. He actually thinks it's cool that all the parts on the Iron Man, quote, fall off. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a quote like, right. Hey, That's the right word. It's just they fall off. Yeah. Like, you don't have to put in air quotes. Como se dice, fucking head falls off. <laughs> the shit breaks easy. How'd you say, no fucking arms? Yeah. So far, he has exchanged them to make new types of Iron Man suits. He is pleased, so therefore I am too. I rated three stars because of the size versus price and quality. <laughs> I would not recommend these to a house with small children. They are like Lego Iron Man small pieces to track beware. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, I just, I feel like out of an abundance of caution, Mm -hmm. and this is going to sound harsh, we should find this person and take her kids away from her because she is not, she should not be raising. I think that you were right. She does not have children. This this woman never had children. She has invented (laughs) four persecuted boys. (laughs) Yeah. Who have not been given their due in this world. Four pug puppies. Which died 10 years ago. (laughs) Four stuffed pugs. Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. I've never heard that argument. Man, girls get all the breaks. (laughs) That's a new one. This is a girl's world. (laughs) I think that mom to four is making a proactive argument for affirmative action for white boys. Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> I think she is. Yeah. Sweetheart, I, I hope you really love that that princess doll because <laughs> you are going to make 25% less for the rest of your fucking life because boys don't have the cool shit to play with. Just to make things even. Yeah. Never mind they're sticking their finger in their butthole and smelling it for the last two hours. Like, that's what boys do. <laughs> That's how we that's how we got to the moon. That is how we pioneered the West. That is how we built skyscrapers. Uh, little boys are just I used to be one. They're, we're dumb. <laughs> it's just they're dumb fucking. Yeah. Put them in a are. cage until they're old enough to fucking take care of themselves. <laughs> Nicholas Butowski. Butowski. Yeah. Budinski. <laughs> one out of five stars. Uh the hands from two figures and the shoulders from the silver figure 
fell apart moments after our son opened this on his birthday. They moments. literally crumbled apart without any stress. <laughs> Poor product <laughs> manual. I imagine this to be like like Avengers Endgame, Infinity War. Yeah. Where they just turn into dust. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he excitedly opens up the package. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Which is kind of the coolest Dad? gift ever. <laughs> what happened? What happened to Iron Man? All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So TCL is called the TCL Chinese Theater. It now? is. Uh, I don't know what TCL stands for, but it went from uh, uh, Grauman's, which is the original, to yep. Man's, and Man's. now, yeah, and now it's TCL. It's like the TD Bank North Chinese Theater. <laughs> the Doritos Chinese Theater. <laughs> And for context, there's a big scene in Iron Man 3 that takes place at the terrorist attack in front of the Chinese Chinese theater. This is from Yelp. Uh, The reviewer here is YX. YX. My chromosome friend. (laughs) One out of five stars. One or the other. Or both. I went to see a 4D movie, but there is no effect at all. What? 4D? What the fuck is a 4D movie? I googled what a 4D movie is, and it, it it involves the fourth sense into it. Oh, odors, odors, or they'll so like people in the theater will fucking blow bubbles at you, or like there's a whole litany of things that That's people. That's not another do. dimension. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's another sense. 4DX, Greg. I'm not a science guy like you. <laughs> So correct me if I'm wrong, but dimensions and senses are different things, right? You've never been to the bubble dimension. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But <laughs> you, have to, you have to take ecstasy to get to the bubble dimension. <laughs> or be five years old and have bubbles in front of you. Yeah. No, but it's so this is what it is. It's like it, it's you're in a theater and like. If it's cold, like they'll blow cold air at you, or like there's like a mist. I have no again, not a not a dimension. Zero interest in ever seeing a 4D movie ever. They did that stuff in the 50s. (laughs) They used to do it like odor. They experimented with that. Yeah, yeah. I read online, and they said somebody said it was the most significant advancement in the movie watching experience ever. Jesus Christ! And I would say. You forgot they called them talkies because there was, I'm pretty sure sound is more significant than computers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, booger farts in Revenge of the Nerds and some fucking kid making minimum wage blows a fart smell into your face. Like that's literally what it is. Why would you want this? I don't want to be cold in a theater. (laughs) No. It's cold enough in the movie theater. No. I'm going to have a mist fucking water sprayed on yeah. me. Where'd that water come from? Yeah. After we came out of the movie, the staff there claimed that not all movies in 4D theater has effects, which <laughs> is a straight lie. <laughs> like the fourth dimension, from what I understand in my exhaustive research, is bubbles or like sun or heat. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, I, a, it's... not a dimension. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a sticking point for me. I might be missing something, but I Googled it and the first hit I saw. Okay. So 4D. This is is what it lists. (laughs) Here we go. Water. Fog. Wind. Scent. Strobe. Bubble. (laughs) 
<laughs> bubbles not a bubbles bubbles its own thing. It is fucking crazy to me that that was listed. <laughs> oh god. Bubble is a sense. But yeah, bubbles a sense. <laughs> I love it. He didn't get any of it. Yeah. He didn't get heat. Yeah, he didn't get anything. Light strobe bubble. And they claimed other people in the same session had no complaints. Another straight lie. Straight we were the lie. only ones in the goddamn room. <laughs> it was two people in the theater. They expected the fucking high school kids working at the theater to be sitting there blowing bubbles at their faces. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of scent do you want? <laughs> just an iPhone trying to strobe. <laughs> kids just running around you. <laughs> Banging like pans for lightning effect, <laughs> thunder effect. 4D sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> I remember being a high school kid working a job. And if somebody was like, at this point in the movie, blast him with cold air I'd be like, oh, or water. Yeah. Or bubbles. I, I'm not, I'm not getting my ass kicked for minimum wage, buddy. No way. I'll definitely wait to blast them with bubbles at the mark you <laughs> Is told this me. Hazing? Are you hazing me? <laughs> no, just go blow bubbles in that fucking guy's face. See what happens. Fourth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the newest Terminator. Some guy comes out blowing bubbles in my face. What the fuck? <laughs> Straddling you with bubbles. The fucking bubble soaker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just put ice down my shirt? <laughs> so basically, we spent some $70 for a normal movie. <laughs> Why would you spend $70 for any type of film? That is insane amount of money to spend on a film. Just to get bubbles blown in your face. Oh, it looks cold there. I wish I was cold. There goes this month's <laughs> mortgage payment. Whoever was watching a fucking movie to be like, oh, it looks freezing. I wish I were freezing, too. I wish I felt like I was in fucking the Arctic. (laughs) As you're laying in this reclining seat. like, Oh, it's so realistic. (laughs) I just I love the image of just the fucking high school kid straddling your lap, just blowing bubbles in your you are going to get your ass kicked. Get the fuck off my lap. Some guy's fully reclined in one of those giant seats. Get off my chest right now. <laughs> that was described as the greatest advancement in movies ever. <laughs> yeah. In all of film history. Fucking sound, color, computer effects. We were in a morning session, and my suspicion is that there was only two of us in the whole theater, so they simply ignored us. (laughs) That that was your suspicion? Were there or were there not more than two people in the theater? (laughs) I'm never coming back to see movies. (laughs) That's it for me and movies. We're done. It's a shame. I really liked movies. Because <laughs> they do not admit their fault and lie to us. <laughs> movies? I don't play movies. 
Movies are not motivated to harm you. I expected to leave that theater smelling of hand soap from all the <laughs> bubbles I was covered in. I wanted to come out of the Chinese theater like I just got off a slip and slide. <laughs> if you wanted to hug me, I'd squirt right out of your hands like a grease pig. Super Soaker, the motion picture. Here's another one. One out of five by L.S. 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 Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. (laughs) Oh, boy. Horrible attitude from Jessica at the counter. (laughs) (laughs) Again. Fucking Jessica. These are fucking high school kids working at the counter. It's not. She didn't go to movie theater university. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) We saw Star Wars and left. Oh, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you go see the movie and then you leave. It seems like a transaction well executed on both parts. I forgot to validate and Jessica would not validate for us. Hey, that's an age old problem. <laughs> Fucking trying to get women to validate you. <laughs> Jessica, will you validate me? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, that's not what we do. That's not my job. <laughs> Saying that she couldn't do it unless we had our tickets, but we That's... threw them away when we left. <laughs> Where's the so... customer service when you come and pay so much money to see a movie here? Well, do you need the tickets? Yeah. Like, sorry. That's just the way the world works. Like, I've done that where I'm like, oh, did I yeah. throw the tickets away? Oh, I'm a dumbass. Yeah, oh shit, my bad. I guess I'll pay $7. God damn it. LS. Here's another one, one out of five, from R.L. I'm only reviewing this as a cinema, as the building is stunning. To start with, to even get near the building, you have to walk past an army of dodgy-looking homeless people slash meth heads and people trying to get your money. I'm sorry the homeless people struggling is getting in your way of having a good time. Yeah. I wanted to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the IMAX theater as I read opinions saying it's one of the biggest and best screens to watch movies on. They have IMAX at the Chinese theater? Allegedly. (laughs) I I would never go. There's so many homeless people. It's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) The website for TCL was very weird. One part of the website, it was a .net. One part of the website would say that tickets were available for two showings. Yet then, when clicking on tickets and showtimes, it was only giving me the option to purchase tickets for tours, which I wasn't interested in. Who would be? No, not me. It's a fucking movie theater. <laughs> yeah, it's like going, going, going to the local AMC. Be like, hey, show me around the place. I eventually found the option on a website called Fandango to purchase tickets. Hey, in have you ever heard of it? Oh, that sounds exciting. Fandango. I see. So you bought movie tickets on this little known website called Fandango. How do you, am I pronouncing that right? Fandango? Fandango. 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 (laughs) It's like the Lion King. Uh, Oh, Fandango. 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 (laughs) 
But sadly, as all my payment methods originated from another country, that old chestnut, they wouldn't accept the payment whether I tried credit Mm -hmm. card or PayPal. (laughs) Is it the Cayman Islands? Can I I Venmo you for these tickets? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Fandango was just like, wait, from where? <laughs> uh, the Greater Bank of Outer Belarus. <laughs> Do you take? <laughs> we accept payment from the Bank of the Kingdom of Fandango. <laughs> what country's national credit card does it take for fucking Fandango to be like, no? <laughs> what kind of Fandango Republic you coming from here? <laughs> I gave it one more go and walked back. <laughs> Walked past the Muppets who harass you to the box office, hoping to just buy the ticket there. (laughs) Give give it one more go. I put on a fake mustache. (laughs) The box office was empty with nobody near it. No signs to explain what's what. Not even a screen with the showtimes and movies anywhere. (laughs) Maybe that should tell you something. Abandoned. Are you sure you were at the Chinese theater? I don't think you were. It was just a corrugated iron shack near the river. <laughs> just a fucking lean-to in an just, alley. Yeah. Maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's not a working theater, man. No signs to explain what's what. Not even a screen with the showtimes and movies anywhere. <laughs> you were definitely not at a fucking theater. No, you, you yeah. might not even have been in California. <laughs> I gave up there and then. As a cinema, this is a travesty. <laughs> but I know why it's a popular landmark. It's a shame it's in a diabolical <laughs> location. Diabolical. That is a that's a strong word. I've been watching the television show Hannibal. Did you ever watch that? No. That's a Hannibal Lecter uh, series. Okay. That makes sense. It, from the title. it precedes Red Dragon. Oh, young is it? Young Hannibal. It's 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 not young Hannibal. It's Hannibal. Before he's caught. So he's friends with Will Graham, the character that Ed Norton played in the Hannah, in the Red Dragon movie. Oh, oh, I see. So they're friends. And they work together. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, he's, you know, killing and cannibalizing people. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's really good. Um, Is it good? It aired. It's done now. It aired a few years ago. Uh, and I think there are three seasons. And I finally just started watching it. I was like, why did I not watch this before? It's fucking great. Nice. Um, I gotta watch that. Yeah, and I can't believe it was on network television. It's like brutal and, you know, like gory and like ABC or CBS or one yeah, of those one of the networks. Uh, performances are great. Lawrence Fishburne plays Jack Crawford, the the head of the uh, ah, behavioral nice. sciences division. I love me some Larry Fishburne. He's so good. <laughs> Zion. Zion, hear me. <laughs> He was definitely, little, he poured it on a bit thick. Oh, and that is the whole series, he's definitely. <laughs> the small one, a we call mouse. <laughs> uh, Larry, you're at a 10, I need you at a 2. <laughs> I need you at a 4. I need you at a uh, fish burn 4 is what we need. <laughs> uh, yeah, he only goes to 10. I also want to recommend a couple of friends' uh, music releases. Tanya Donnelly uh, of Belly and uh, Throwing Muses and Breeders fame. She released an EP last week called uh, Big Love Ben's Time, and uh, she's donating the proceeds from that to uh, Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter Rhode Island. I fucking love her voice. I've always loved her voice. She's great. 
She's just like a nice, nice little vocal blanket. Yeah, I, I, I consider myself lucky to have been able to record her a few times. Um, yeah. And it's always a Get treat. those levels right. Gotta get those levels right. <laughs> yeah, Jared. Cannot fuck that up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Buried her in the snare drum. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That snare seems loud to me. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. You, you're a vote. You don't. You don't worry about it. it. Okay, leave it to the engineers. <laughs> That's on her Bandcamp, Tanya Dolly, and also on Bandcamp, Worshipper, our friend John Brookhouse oh, and Alex yeah. and all those guys are buddies yeah. of ours, and they have a new track out called "Lonesome Boredom Overdrive." It's a, I think, an, I think a leftover track from their last record, but they just released nice. it. Nice. It's kind of stoner metal if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, fucking really good. Like kind and of I am. kind of Kaiasy. That's a gear in my uh, in my driving module. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, you downshift into Kaias every now and then. It's, Absolutely. It's, you know what's funny? Your brother posted a thing on Twitter that's like listen to listen to an album like deep listening. Where it's like you lay on the floor and you put in headphones and you close your eyes and you just listen to an album. Yes. I mean, I do that. I don't do it all enough. The time. I oh, do I it do enough. it all the time. What with my bad back? I it's most. It's I have an ice bag and it's just this stench of Ben Gay and an ice bag and I'm just. <laughs> but I do like I listen to and it is a great way to listen to albums. Just floating away on a Ben Gay high. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I just got um, a new pressing of Dusty in Memphis, uh, the Dusty Springfield record, mm. and uh, it's fucking real. I've only listened to it once. It's great. It's obviously a classic record, but um, uh, this new pressing was yeah. re- uh, another friend. I'm name I'm name dropping a friend of ours, uh, Pete Weiss, uh, remastered this record uh, for vinyl. And it just came out, and yeah. it's really good. Nice. So get that if you like Dusty Springfield at all. Dusty in Memphis, uh, her her great record. Get that. Nice. Uh, and that's it. Do you have anything to uh, plug? I don't. I uh, you know what album I listened to recently, and I haven't listened to it since the fucking nineties. For real, mm-hmm. is uh, Nirvana. <laughs> Never mind. Oh yeah. Holy shit! Is that a fucking? Am I? I am. First of all, I'm so happy that I haven't listened to it since 1997, probably. <laughs> and it completely holds up. That album is great. For a number of years, I would, I listened to it once, you know, or maybe early 2000s, and was like, oh, this sounds so dated. And that was my position for a while. And then I listened to it again another time a few years ago. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? This sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> A blistering album. Well, then that's it for us. Uh, as always, follow us on Instagram. You can find us both on Twitter. Twitter. Um, on Instagram, we're at Citizen Critic Pod. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, listen, tell a friend. Do it all. Take care of yourself. Eat right. Drink in moderation. And next week, we're going to be doing Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. So join us for uh, Thor Ragnarok. Send us some reviews. If you see any uh, related to Thor and that movie, you can send them to us on Instagram or email us at citizencritic at iCloud.com. Uh, and that's it. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. This is Zion, and we are not afraid! 
Citizen Critic comes to you from Double Elvis and is executive produced by Jake Brennan of Disgraceland. It was created by Jake, Greg Conley, and me, Scott Janowitz. I also composed and recorded the music, and I engineer and edit the show. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.